When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now commencing. This is the Rich Eisen Show with guest host Mike Hill. I don't understand the devaluation of the running back position. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Vikings, in my mind, are not a better team the minute they release Dalvin Cook. And in the NFC North, guess who's up? Hey, Detroit Lions. Today's guests. Senior writer for The Athletic, Joe Varden. Author, T.J. Newman. Fox Sports NBA analyst, Jim Jackson. Actor and comedian, Guy Torrey. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Mike Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guess who's back on The Rich Eisen Show? It's been a long time. Did you miss me? Did you miss me? What's up, y'all? Mike Hill hanging out for the Rich Eisen Show on the Rich Eisen Radio Network. I'm sitting in for the Rich Eisen Show desk right here, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. I got through my first read, man. I actually hey. can still read. Is that what? What's Mike up, y'all? You did it, baby. What's it's up, been Mike? a minute. Good to see you. It's good to see you, Brock. Good man. to see you. Been a while. Bro, I thought, man, I thought I'd been put on exile. Uh, you know, like, I was doing the show consistently for a minute here, and then all of a sudden, like, I got put on. Did I say something bad about Rich on the show? Exile Island. It's like Survivor. <laughs> like, <laughs> I see my man Jason over there. I hear he's a millionaire now. <laughs> like, well, you, you're making all kind of money. Like, he was. He was putting on microphones on me on Fox Sports uh, just like a couple of years ago. Yeah. And now he's driving Maserati, <laughs> keeping his windows down, going through uh, car washes. It was a rough morning. <laughs> what were you What were you drinking? What were you doing? I mean, it's legal in L.A., so I guess we could talk about it if you want to. <laughs> How did you leave? Your, he for, for, for those who don't know, obviously you don't know at home. He left his car window down as he was going oh. through a car wash. Wow. How does that happen? Uh, you know, I was answering some emails and not focused, and then I felt some water on my neck. And, uh, <laughs> went from there. Wow. It felt water on your neck. So what kind of damage have you done to your Maserati, man? What's that? What kind of damage have you done to your Maserati? Oh, jeez. Uh, you know, TJ's had some fun with it. TJ. No, he, he meant like water damage. No, water damage. Like to the car. What kind of damage you talking about? You hanging out with Zion? What kind of damage you talking about? I'm not talking about that kind of damage. In the backseat. Like, wait a minute. Run away early in the morning. What's, what's going on, TJ? Mike Hill, man. It's a pleasure to meet you, bro. It's it the is first a pleasure. time for you and I. Man, it is. It is. I love your t-shirt. I feel t-shirt. like I know you. You know, even though I didn't know you, but I felt like I know you. But I think, you know, in the first couple minutes we met, we... We bonded. We bonded. Is yeah, it? Yeah. Is it the you know the, what mean, we have in common? Obviously, <laughs> what we're tall. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's we, we both got the remarkable yeah. sneaker game, oh. and that's you man. Know. You do. I like you. Those, those J's on, right? You every, have the J's every day, baby. I love on, it, man. Right? I love it. I'm you happy to be like here, guys. Good to see you, man. I'm so happy to be here, man. It's just been a pleasure uh, sitting in for Rich Eisen, man. One of the best in the game, uh, Mike Hill. For those who don't know me, uh, I've been on Fox Sports for the last ten years. Was at ESPN with Rich. 
uh, back in the day, a long time ago. Uh, did a little reality television. I don't know if you guys knew about that. I mean, I heard mm-hmm. you. Yeah. star over here. <laughs> I was on there for three years. Didn't last that long. <laughs> Neither did the marriage, but I'm, uh, okay. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here. Uh, still standing. NBA Finals, man. Game four tonight. First of all, what do you guys think so far through three games? I mean, like the Denver Nuggets, a lot of people weren't excited to see the Nuggets. If you didn't know anything about the Nuggets, you weren't excited. Like, raise your hand if you were excited to see the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals before the series began. Uh, uh, come on, man. Right? No, no, Jake, no, nobody. Uh, no, no, nobody was excited. But now after three games, and from what you've seen, has that opinion changed a little bit? I do really like watching them play because I like the Joker. I I think he's really exciting. We're seeing something that we've never seen before. Obviously, he had a 30-20 and triple-double last game. Yes. Teammates with 30-point triple-doubles we've never seen before in NBA history. In any game. And you can make a case, three straight MVPs, he should have never done before, which would have been first since Larry Bird in the 80s. Uh, We're seeing an all-time player here. Which, you know, you can't really say that that often. I mean, Giannis, LeBron, like those are kind of your all-time guys. If we just kind of play it all out, and I think Joker, when it's all said and done, will be considered one of the greats, uh, which we'll talk about later on. Yep. Um, I think you already got to consider him one of the greats. I mean, like when you talk about greatest of all time, that's going to be debatable out there. Yeah. Uh, but I, I will get into that a little bit later about um, Nikola Jokic. I, I do think he is the best skilled center that this game has ever seen. The best skilled big man that this game has ever seen. But there is one thing, and I'm going to tease you right now, there is one thing that's holding him back from being a household name. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But I am so happy that the Denver Nuggets actually made it into the NBA Finals. And I admit, when they made it to the NBA Finals, when they beat the Lakers, I was looking at the Lakers and I think maybe the Miami Heat. That would have been a great matchup. Lakers, Boston Celtics. That would have been a phenomenal NBA Finals. I was like, man, I was not excited. For the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. But I got to say, after three games, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, and mainly not just because you know, I think Miami's going to bounce back tonight, but mainly because of what you're talking about. And let's not forget what Jamal Murray's doing. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like you just mentioned, yeah. two players, never been done before, never. NBA history. History. 30 point triple doubles, and they do it in game three of the NBA Finals. Wild. And Nikola Jokic. 30 and 20 in the NBA. 10 triple doubles. That's stupid. Already this season. Nikola Jokic has been phenomenal. He's been incredible. He's been everything as advertised. Now, do I believe that he should have been the MVP this year? No, because I still feel like the MVP obviously is a regular season award. Joel Embiid did an outstanding job this year for the Philadelphia 76ers, and he did it on both ends of the basketball court. That was my point. And that's my whole thing. It's like, you know what? You have to do it for me. You have to do it on both ends of the basketball court. But from what I've seen, and and then I got an appreciation for Nikola Jokic. I have a newfound appreciation for Nikola Jokic. I liked this game before, (laughs) seeing it in spots. When he will play, obviously I'm a Knicks fan. We played the Knicks, or we played the Lakers, we played the Clippers or whatnot. One of the local teams here, I would see him in spots. I never saw him consistently. So I never gained that true, real appreciation for what he brings to the table, man. There is nothing that this man can't do on the offensive end of the basketball court. Name one weakness. How do you stop him? 
I wish I could get like a, I wish I could sit uh, some of the greatest defensive centers out with Bill Russell. Bring him uh, Bill Russell, uh, Akeem Olajuwon. I would say like my court. How, how do you stop him? What are you doing? What are you taking away from him? And if you take that away, he's going to beat you some other way. Mm-hmm. And what, what, what's so great about him is if you stop him from shooting, I think he's more dangerous as a facilitator. And that's what Miami was able to do in game two. Right. They made him more of a scorer, less of a, of a facilitator. He only had four assists, I believe, in that game. And they won that basketball game. And that's what they got to try and do again tonight in game four. But one thing I do want to talk about, what I don't understand, and I'll talk more about Nikola Jokic in a minute. What I don't understand, I, I, I heard something after game two from Michael Malone. And then I heard the same sentiment from Jimmy Butler after game three. Effort, energy, fellas. Are we talking? This is the NBA Finals. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we're talking about the NBA Finals. We're talking about a seven-game series to win the championship, and we should not be talking about effort or energy in the NBA Finals. You lack. How do you? How in the hell do you lack energy in the NBA Finals when you haven't won anything? Now, if the Golden State Warriors, right had come back and played in the NBA Finals this year. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what? We've been here before, man. You know, like, those ah. game twos, you kind of get down, you know, kind of worn down or whatever. Old if LeBron hat. James LeBron had been James. in the NBA Finals LeBron. again, man, like, man, I get, he has the excuse he's been there. The, from what, I'm looking, Denver Nuggets, first time they've ever been to the NBA Finals. How do you lack effort in game two at home after you won game one? And if you're the Miami Heat, how do you lack energy or effort when you just stole home court advantage yep. after game two in Miami? How does that happen? Home game. And what I don't understand is because, you know, and, and Jimmy Butler's the one that's saying it, and Jimmy Butler was the main one that was lacking it. I was so shocked by that. And I'm a Jimmy Butler fan. I'm a stan. I love this man. I, I, like, I will take 12 Jimmy Butlers on my team and no then – Three just, you know, just sitting by, just waiting for him to be called up. The G League team. There is nobody like Jimmy Butler and like that heart, that effort. And Brock, we was talking about this, man. Like the, the type of players that I like, I love skill. Don't get me wrong. That's why I love Nikola Jokic. But I, I heart, man, desire, soul, passion. I want to not only beat you. I want to rip your heart out. Yeah, exactly. And I want to feed it to my grandma. You know, that type of, that's that, that, I want that killer instinct. And when you're in the NBA Finals and you have never won a championship outside of Kevin Love, I'm like, who? I'm trying to think. Am I he? Nobody. I mean, you got, it's, you, it's Pat Riley. Yeah. It's Pat Riley. And, and, and Kevin Eric Love Spolstra. and Spo. That's it. And yeah. Zoe. That's it. Did Zoe win a title? Yeah, yeah, Zoe won the title. He won the title with Shaq. He, he, okay, he, he was on that. He, he, he was on the yeah. So, yeah, he he won yeah. the title with Shaq and uh, and, and Gary Payton, all those guys, and yeah. Dwayne Wade. Uh, but still, like that's the organization. I'm yeah. not talking about the organization. The organization right. Miami Heat obviously have been there. I mean, they went to the finals a couple of years ago. But yep. come on, dude. There, there. What I want to see out of the Heat tonight is like not only the energy, the effort. I actually want to see them come out there and dominate tonight. I want to see them go out there and take their will. Now, we've heard Jimmy Butler basically say, hey, you know, we're going to go out there. And he kind of half-heartedly guaranteed he did that in game six. Wasn't quite quite Patrick Ewing or Mark Messier. Wasn't quite the guarantees. 
But but you still want to hear that out of your leader, right? right of course. We're going to be okay. We're going to yeah. be fine. And the thing is, he's saying it can't happen when it comes to the energy level. But it can't happen with him. You guys think Jimmy Butler's hurt? You think he's, he's hurt? Kind of hobbling around a little bit. It looks like. What, what game was that? that against the Knicks when he rolled his ankle pretty bad? I think that was, was that was four? either game two or three, maybe. It was kind of early. It was that. early on in this. Yeah, it was early it on. It seems yeah. like he hasn't been the same guy since then that he was early in the Knicks series. Obviously, he took over and basically won the Milwaukee series almost single-handedly. He hasn't been that same guy. Against Boston, he didn't have that quintessential game. You know, Boston kind of shot themselves in the foot that whole series, mm-hmm. um, going down 0-3, and then in Game 7, Tatum gets injured. But I, this series actually has kind of played into Miami's hands. If you look at the scoring and the totals of the game, Game 3, it was mid-20s in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. It was, you know... Uh, Denver barely scored 100 in every game this series. It's playing right the way Miami needs it to. Low scoring, tough, defensive, a shot here or there, kind of shifts momentum. And I got to say, they have a great chance. I did not think this would be a close finals. I thought it might be a sweep, gentleman sweep, just the way Denver was playing. Their offense was clicking on all cylinders. Where is Michael Porter Jr.? Oh my gosh! This yeah, dude he, he's is been missing. Like, he has been MIA, milk carton in this series. He might get benched. I mean, he wasn't playing in crunch time in Game Three. Miami can make some shots if Caleb Martin is the Caleb Martin in the Boston series. Miami's going to even this up, and we we got ourselves a best of three going back to Denver. Oh, I really believe they're going to win tonight. I, I I thought they were going to win Game Three. I will admit that. I will admit when I'm wrong. I'm not one of those people that come on television that's like, hey, and then make excuses for the <laughs> predictions that go wrong. You know what I mean? Or there just are a forget lot of that you ever said it. Yeah, yeah. Or forget, or forget you ever <laughs> yeah. said it or try back. You know, like, I, I, I admit when I was wrong. It was Game One, by the way, against the Knicks when Jimmy Butler got hurt. But one. we, have, yeah, wow. But, and, and, and and don't bring that up, man. That's still, I'm still going through. Like, I needed you to win that series. I'm still going through That's therapy. I'm a fan. Knicks fan, and that still hurt. My my heart, the fact that they did not attack Jimmy Butler in that game, in the game when the crucial. Anyway, I'm moving on. <laughs> Talk to my therapist next week, next Friday. I believe in therapy. I really believe. But we have not seen that playoff Jimmy since then. I think the ankle is bothering him. The explosion is not there. Yes, Denver has size, so they're putting Aaron Gordon on him. And he can't, maybe he can't shoot over guys, but what about the explosiveness and the lateral movement to get around people and, and to facilitate and, and, and be the Jimmy Butler that we've seen in the playoffs, the Jimmy Butler we saw against the Milwaukee Bucks and part of the series against the New York Knicks. But like you mentioned, I think Miami got Denver right where they want them. Yeah. Miami like seems like they are the type of team that like they, they play better when they're down. They play better when they're behind. And with the exception of one quarter, basically, in game three, they played, they kind of outplayed Denver. In the fourth quarter, they have been dominant mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter against Denver in this series. So I really believe if they just give that sustained effort, for a full four quarters tonight, get something off the bench. They need something from the others. They need to knock down some of these buddies in the paint. I mean, once again, Denver has the advantage when it comes to the height, but you have got to knock down these easy shots. Bam Adebayo is missing some easy shots that he normally makes. I don't know if he's rushing. I don't know if he's slightly intimidated by the presence of Jokic in the middle or others. 
but they're missing shots that they normally would make. They, they made all the shots against the Knicks. <laughs> How come you can't do that in the yeah, NBA Boston Finals? Too, they did it in the first three games against Boston. Mm-hmm. You know, this. it could be the pressure. It could be a lot of different factors. But I really truly believe that Spo, who I believe is the most underrated great coach maybe this game has ever seen. Agree. The most underrated great, I mean, great coach, future Hall of Fame coach that this game has ever seen, and he still doesn't get credit because he's still in the shadows of Pat Riley, yeah. who still runs the, you know, all that. So the thing is, Miami, they'll be all right. They'll be fine. They'll be good. Uh, I think they'll win game four. But once again, I want to see that effort. We're going to have um, talk about this more with uh, Joe Varden uh, of The Athletic, get the feel of what's going on down there. Uh, Joe actually um, wrote something about Tyler Hero. And remember, you know, Miami's been playing without Tyler Hero yeah, pretty much. he's not back yet. Is he it's playing not, tonight? No, he's not Do playing. He's not clear yet. Yeah, not cleared. No. Okay. Um, Spoke said he's not ready to go. He hasn't been cleared yet. He's been practicing with the team, but he's not clear yet. I mean, that's a 20-point game score for the Miami Heat, and they need scoring right now. They need something to open things up a little bit. Uh, so we're going to talk about him, but he actually uh, wrote something yesterday where they, he said that even though he's not available, maybe they should activate him. I want to get into that a little bit. Uh, once again, we're going to talk to Jim Jackson uh, coming up in hour number three as well. My man, Jim Jackson, who uh, did a great job with TNT uh, covering the Heat. He was uh, part of the Heat and Boston Celtics on TNT. He's also uh, over with me over at Fox Sports on the college basketball side. And uh, later on in the show, Guy Torrey. Comedian Guy Torrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, you familiar with Guy Torrey there, Brockman? I remember. I just remember him when he came in with you a few years ago when you were last year. So that's uh, that's kind of my only exposure to Guy. Yeah, no, guys, guys, a really funny dude. We got a couple of things going on. He had a, got a really good um, uh, uh, show that's out right now. On Amazon. It's a documentary talking about um, black comedians mm-hmm. in the uh, 90s back in the day so that's coming up fat a little tuesdays. bit late fat tuesdays looking yeah. forward to that as well so we got a lot to get into here duke is not a joke and i ain't guy tory as black rob once said mike <laughs> I, I i never heard that verse until you said that <laughs> I, I didn't know guy tory had been been uh, you got to bring that up when he's here we'll do i, I don't even know I don't, rest in peace black rob black rob br black, no rest in peace black rob so uh we, we go to break now we go to break i'm sorry. Let's go to break. Let's go to break. We're going we're gonna to go to Let's break. Go to break. Joe Varden. Joe Varden, the athletic senior NBA writer, coming up next, talking about NBA Finals. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% 
on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Good to see you, Shaquille O'Neal. How are you, sir? Before we get started. Yes. If I take this home, will I get arrested? The Vince Lombardi trophy? Is this the real one? Or that's the real one. That's a real uh, Vince Lombardi trophy. Sorry. I don't know if that's the one that's going to be given to the Rams and the Patriots this weekend, but that is a real... You want to you lift it? Well, if I lift it, I want to take it home. No, if you... Well... <laughs> Then I think we're then I think we're at uh, a crossroads here. Actually, we're not at a crossroads. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Okay, sure. I'm not a lawyer, but I watch a lot of law shows. Okay. I got about 50 witnesses that see me hit my head on your set. Oh. So if you just give me this, I'll let bygones be bygones. So, so it's a liability issue yes, for is. me yeah. that turns into an even worse liability issue. I don't want to have to call it the Shaq Eisen show. No, I know, I know that. Just, I know all that. All you got to do is just give me this, and I'll put it next to mine. This I'm, is I'm, beautiful. I'm doing the math in my head as to how much you'd be suing me for personal liability as to how much this trophy costs, which I've been told is around $22,000. Well, I'll be suing you for $23,000. <laughs> you want to lift it? No, I don't want to touch it. Okay, you sure you don't want to touch that? Bad luck. Bad luck for you? Or for... No, to touch the trophy when you don't earn it. I like that. Yeah, my father used to always... Are you uh, serious? Yeah, he always used to... Because, you know, like, when you're a kid, you get the trophy from a local local trophy shop. Sure. He'd be like, if you listen to me, guys, you get this. You want to touch it? Don't touch it. It's bad luck. You got to earn it. Right. So, so that's, you... why, that, that's why, like, you know how, like, in the NBA, when you win the Eastern Conference or Western Conference, they give you those little trophies? Yeah. I never touched it. Never. I never touched it, and I never celebrated I, I remember Phil did that, too, right? Didn't yeah. you, like, when you guys won the Western Conference Finals yeah. of one of the many times you did? Yeah, I never touched it. I never, never looked at it. I never celebrated this is beautiful, though. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful trophy. Yeah. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, Mike Hill filling in for the great Rich Eisen today on the TV side of this show and Shaquille O'Neal. Talking about the uh, Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> the Diesel. The, the Diesel. Does it? Like, and, and Rich was going to give him some gloves. 
to to pick up the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, like yeah, that wouldn't have worked. Can you imagine Shaq trying to put on some regular gloves? No. To, yeah, he would have been looking like <laughs> nope, nope, nope. like T O J. Don't fit. Nope, you must have quit. Shaq Diesel, still the greatest, the most dominant player of all time. I will talk about how once again Nikola Jokic is the best skill center that the NBA has ever seen and will go down as one of the top five centers of all time, but will not be memorable. He won't be remembered 30 years from now. He won't. I'll talk about that coming up a little bit later on in the show. Uh, Best dad ever. Can I keep this here? Sure. (laughs) It is Father's Day that's coming up. Yeah, next week. And I, and I I need I need my kids to know that I expect something on Father's Day this year. <laughs> Not just a phone call. I got Not two girls and it's like, you know, how how did, how is it that they call me for money to to buy me a gift? Like <laughs> Like, Daddy, we want to get you a gift. Can you loan me some money? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, you know, like, seriously, like, you can loan me something. Like, yeah, I want to get you something special for Father's Day, but, you know, I just, you know, the paycheck ain't come yeah, in the way I the want way to, but I really. The is set up. Yeah, the way, exactly. <laughs> and it's never what I give them, but you know what? The love is there. And then my daughter's graduating from UCLA on that day, on Father's Day. Ooh, okay. Yeah, Congrats. so she graduates awesome. on that Friday. And then uh, this Sunday, she has another uh, graduation. She got like three graduations. She got like the big graduation. She got the school graduation. Then she got a black graduation. <laughs> I'm like, pick one I'm coming to. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 pick, I'm I think I'm going to go to uh, the big graduation. All right, uh, NBA Finals game four tonight. Uh, obviously, the series uh, 2-1. Denver reclaiming home court advantage after taking game number three by 15 points. Joe Barton of The Athletic joins us right now. He's covering the series down there in Miami. Joe, what, what are you doing your day off uh, down in Miami to keep yourself up? Well, let's see. I mean, the weather down here has not been great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, you've got the South Florida showers, sure, but uh, it's been it's it's been pretty tough. Like, it's been thunderstorms and whatnot so you know you, i mean with all this flying back and forth and playoffs been going on been going on for two months um you know just try to take a little nap maybe and then uh, recharge for you know you might run into a, a nightclub or two on south beach you might i'm not saying you would for sure but, um you know we we find things to do in the in, in our spare time i you know, Ooh, hey, live! Look at this. Live just on Sunday, having to run into live. I like that. Uh, hey, you know what? The clubs are inside, bro. Unless you're like like Jason and, and they open the windows when the rain is coming away. That I don't know. <laughs> hey, let's talk about the series, man. Uh, I read your uh, article yesterday. You called him yesterday uh, in Athletics, talking about uh, Tyler Hero not being available for Game Four. I think they need him. Obviously, a twenty point game was uh, score, but he's, they got into the NBA Finals without him. You mentioned that it might be good to activate them anyway. Why do you feel that way? Yeah. Because, especially, I mean, the Heat with the two players we're talking about here in Gabe Vincent and Kyle Lowry, they both are a little susceptible to ankle injuries. Mm. And um, in this situation, you know, Tyler would be a perfect um, you know, I guess insurance policy in in case something like that happens and you know kyle turned his ankle at the end of game three he's okay but it's that close and that would be a scenario where you could find some minutes for tyler hero 
Um, and you can't do it if he's if he's wearing a, a bucket hat and, and hanging out on the bench, you know, not on the, on the active list. So I, I think they should do it. Um, it's Otherwise, it's hard. It's really hard to, to just reincorporate him into a rotation for this series when, you know, he was their starter and, mm-hmm. and their second leading scorer, you know, for most of the year. And, and now they're playing in a totally different way than they play with him. And uh, I'm not sure where his minutes come from, but like I said, one injury at the wrong time to either of those two guards, and all of a sudden you really need him. But, but, but to that point, uh, you just mentioned they've gotten this far without him, and they're playing a totally different style right now. Would it do more harm than good to bring him back into the fold if he were even healthy? Uh, because of the way they're playing and, and the pace they're playing at right now, and you don't know what you're going to get out of Tyler Hero right now. Well, that, that's right. That's definitely right. You don't know. Um, it's it's hard to to take six weeks off or whatever it's been, and then you come back and you're in the middle of an NBA Finals. That is way different than coming back for a regular season game in February. Um, this this the discussion about are they better without him? I, I you know you want to be fair to everybody involved, but the, but the truth is they are a better defensive team. Um, when he's not on the court, mm-hmm. and that is largely how they've gotten here, um, and and it's just the flow, the way they've been playing, the way they went from the eight seed to the best team in the East. I mean, that's that's what happened, and so it, it's hard to change to go away from how they did that, and um, you know, I I don't think they would, I, and and I don't I don't know that they want to, but. You know, you still feel bad for a guy like Tyler, and they, the Heat gave him a ton of money. Um, you want as much out of him as you can, but that's just not that's not the situation. And, and defense is exactly what they need right now to try and stop down that, that yeah. stop that uh, dynamic duel of uh, Jamal Murray and of course uh, Nikola Jokic right now. Uh, Thirty point triple doubles out of both of them uh, in the last game, never been seen in any NBA game in history of the game uh, what are we witnessing right now you're seeing it up close and personal what are we witnessing right now well on the lighter side um the, you know the, the Jokic 30 20 10 triple double which we've never seen in the final game he's actually done that three times in these playoffs I mm. think but but we've never seen that in the finals game and you're watching it in real time like wow this is this is insane this this is an utterly dominant performance, <laughs> and then you know they take him out, and the Heat or the Nuggets are up fifteen, and Jamal is still out there, and up oh, there's another bucket, up oh, there's a foul shot, uh, oh geez now he's over thirty points, and then with nine seconds left they're up fifteen, he gets the last rebound of the game, all of a sudden now he has a triple double, and it's like oh so now this is literally something that has never happened in any game ever. And you didn't really see it coming because some of the some of the rebounds and a couple of the points were you know were at the end of, of um, like I, almost garbage time. But it to to the broader point, like you have these two guys who are playing in their first finals, they're playing together, and they are performing better than most people ever have in their um, in their first three finals games. And you know I made this comparison earlier in the series that. The Heat, the way they talk about having to defend the Nuggets is the 
I'm telling you, is mm. the way the Cavs used to talk about defending the Warriors. Now, I know it's different. I know the personnel is different. But when you talk about the amount of pressure that the Nuggets put on you, uh, it is very similar to what the Cavs used to say. Like, there's just, it's so complex and it's so difficult to figure out how to just even get in, in Jokic's way. And that's what the Heat are trying to do here. Senior NBA writer for the Athletic, Joe Varden, joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show. Mike Hill filling in for Rich today. Uh, it seems like it's going to come down to the role players uh, for both of these teams, for the Heat and the Nuggets. Obviously, uh, Bam and uh, Jimmy are going to get theirs. Uh, and, of course, we talk about Murray and, and Jokic. Uh, is there a concern from both sides when it comes to Michael Porter Jr. Uh, for Denver and anybody stepping up for the Miami Heat for both sides to, the, to get the others more involved in, these, uh, in the basketball game? No, I, I don't think so. I, I would um... – I, I know what you mean with Michael Porter Jr. After a really nice game one, he has not been good. Um, he has not been good in, in games two or three. And then you think you talk about Aaron Gordon, and it's, it's, he was awesome at the beginning of game one, and, and then not much of an impact in two and a little better in three. But, but those, the, the, the Nuggets have enough, and then you have Jokic and Murray, who are so dominant. Um, that they they can be the drivers. When when I think about the Heat, um, there's a couple points I want to make. One, Jimmy has not played well yet Mm-mm. in this series. He was their leading scorer in Game Three, but he was 11 of 24 shooting, and that was about 20 minutes after saying, "Well, I'm not a volume shooter and I'm not a scorer." And he kind of went out and uh, and tried to take control and couldn't. So they need him to be the playoff Jimmy that we know. Um, but the other point I want to make is we talk and talk and talk about the Heat and they have undrafted players, and so this is all a surprise and role player this and role player that. I, I think we underestimate or undervalue the actual talent on that team. Like Gabe Vincent is talented. Yes. He is a legitimate NBA player. Max Struess is the same thing. You know, he's a little bit streaky, fine. But he's a two-way player and, and, uh, and, and can be a 40% three-point three shooter. You know? And, and um, you know, obviously Kyle Lowry is a former champion and a former all-star. And just on down the line. So, so I, I like both teams. I like the series. You know, we, we say that the Nuggets are favored because they, they've been better all year and they have the best player. But, you know, I, I mean, I don't think this is a series where one team says, Eureka, we figured the other side out. I think it's more like both teams play their style um, and and hope that they can sort of will themselves through in the series. Yeah, well, Vince has got to stay out of foul trouble, and uh, Shrews has got to get off to a better start like he did in Game 2, and maybe the uh, Miami yeah. uh, even this season uh, series up at two apiece. You talked about Jimmy. You said can't. Uh, that we talked about that in the first segment. Uh, he hasn't been playoff Jimmy uh, since he rolled his ankle in Game One against the uh, New York Knicks in that series. Uh, is there a concern there when it comes to the injury? It, w- what's going on in your opinion, or for what you're hearing about Jimmy Butler not being playoff Jimmy, the, the player we're used you know, to seeing? Well, that's a good point. And and I, if I'm being honest, um, I sometimes forget about the ankle injury from Game One just because it was so long ago. Mm-hmm. He didn't miss. I don't. I don't think he missed time. I, I can't remember if he missed game two or not. But but um, he's been yep. all hands on deck since. And and uh, and what you the discussion has been that he doesn't seem to have that lift. 
he doesn't seem to have that burst. He hasn't been great getting to the rim and playing at the rim. And so all of those things would either lead to a sore ankle or just general fatigue. Um, he says that he is playing the game the right way and being a good teammate and passing to the open guy. Um, Folster says he's playing defense at a, at a a caliber level. So I think somewhere in all there is the, <laughs> in all that is the actual truth. Um, he, he just doesn't look like, even in game one against the Celtics, when he had 35, I mean, that was the closest he looked to playoff Jimmy in a while. Mm-hmm. But you can't make the point. You, you, can't, you cannot try to compare what he looks like right now to that first series against Milwaukee when he shocked all of the yeah. NBA by leading that, the stunning upset. And he, that is the playoff Jimmy we know. All right, so what are we going to see tonight? I mean, I keep saying it. I keep saying, well, they're, the the Heat have won this game and they're winning these games like previously without playoff Jimmy, and so that gives you a chance to take one with him. So um, I, I'm going to say we we get him, that he's going to have a big night tonight. And, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and the Heat, even the series? You think, so you think the Heat evens yeah, the series tonight? Okay. Okay. I like this. I, I like I like the Heat tonight. I like a two-two series going back to to Denver. Yeah, and it's a two-two series, and then ensures you get a game six back in Miami, so you can run into a club if you happen to be there. If you, <laughs> you just happen to run into, it, you know, this, I like how you said that, right? Like I, I just happen to run into a club, or whatever. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> I like that. Joe Varden of the Athletic Man. Enjoy Game Four tonight, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. Good to talk. Yep. All right. On the Rich Eyes and Show, Joe Varden, the Athletics there uh, of the Athletic. I, I like the Athletic. It's really good. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. You can see your team on the Athletic. I don't know if I can do that here. I don't know if you guys associated with anybody here. I want to get in trouble. No, you're good. My first man. day on the job. No, we, we, we won't be invited back for another four years. <laughs> I love it. That's the reason why he didn't come back for four years. <laughs> Bro, we, we, we are. I was talking about the uh, the Tyler Hero. He made a point about that whole thing about Tyler Hero coming back, and yeah, you know, you know, you might be having some ankle injuries, or some injuries when it comes to uh, Kyle Lowry and whatnot, and like, uh, it, it's dangerous. It would be dangerous to bring Tyler Hero back right now. When you think, it's like as good as he is, he can shoot. I want those 20 points a game. You just don't. It's a, it's a hand know, injury, too. You don't know yeah. if you're going to get the 20 points a game. Plus, these other guys have really stepped up in his absence. He hasn't played this whole playoffs, Tyler Hero. And it's given Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin and some of these guys. You know, Duncan Robinson's gotten more minutes than yep. he's played in years. Yep. And <laughs> these guys have single-handedly with one series as a, as a unit, this this kind of no name undrafted crew that they have, yeah, and it's given them a lot of confidence. Duncan Robinson won game two. Yeah, I mean that was his game. That was his game. He came back. So once again with Tyler, and once again it's the defense. Right. The defense. They don't need really much more offense. I mean, if, if they got to stop, they got to find a way to stop Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. Maybe just stop the others. <laughs> Play what they did in game two. Don't make Jokic the facilitator. If he gets Less than six assists a game. 
Just, just keep it at six. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? What's you can score 35 points, six assists, and exactly. grab like 15 rebounds, and they can win the game. What's funny is, like, yeah, force them into being a scorer. It's funny. A guy scores 40 points and the team loses in the NBA Finals. That never happens. So. And I think that's what's happened to Denver when he scored over 40. I don't know what the record is, but I don't think he, they have a oh, winning record. 0-4. 0-4 yeah. when he scores 40 points. So make him score. Yeah. You know, make him score and guard everybody else. Maybe that's how the Heat get back in it. But once again, it comes down to effort. And the Miami Heat, this is the way they've gotten here so far. It's a will. It's the underdog. And I think being down 2-1, they'll realize, hey, we lose tonight. This series over. Because there's no way in the world you're beating a healthy Denver Nuggets team three straight games with two of those no, games being in Denver. Definitely not. Yeah. That's not happening. And that out too. Definitely not happening. Uh, coming up, uh, we're going to – Talk about what we're we talking about college football. Talk about the Joker. The next. Joker. Joker. You're talking yeah. about the Joker. That's right. I, I should know what I'm talking about, right? On the show, I'm just kind of freestyling. <laughs> I mean, we right only here. planned it uh, the whole first day. You know, we we did pre show, yeah. bro. I, I, I am not used to getting up really early in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, you got to understand. I got to need some coffee out here real quick, but that's okay. I'll get it together. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the Joker, uh, and I'm going to tell you the reason why he is not a household name, and despite him going down as one of the top five centers of all time he won't be remembered in 30 years it's that time of year people spring has sprung and that means spring cleaning or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed First up is the point guard from the Venice Beach locals, 
Uh, Sydney Dean. Great handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, somewhat of a trash talker. A little bit of a gym rat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but really hustles uh, out on the floor. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is undersized and tends to over-dribble a little bit. And, uh, and he also tends to hustle in a, in a negative fashion. But he has played against quality competition, including Freeman Williams, uh, Nigel Miguel, who played at UCLA, Marcus Johnson was in that movie. Yeah. And then Gary Moeller, who played at uh, UC Santa Barbara, whose dad pitched for the Dodgers, Joe Moeller. <laughs> Next up is, <laughs> is from uh, Hickory High School, uh, shooting guard Jimmy Chitwood. Jimmy Chitwood, spot-up shooter, uh, uh, tends to demand the ball, uh, especially in huddles. Uh, he'll make his teammates better, although not particularly supportive of Ollie uh, when he uh, took that free throw, those free throws at the end of the game, the underhands against uh, the underhanded free throws against Cedar Knob yeah. was the opponent. And uh, who doesn't enjoy saying Cedar Knob on national radio? Uh, the problem, he's, he's not always motivated, and uh, Jimmy Chitwood tends to get a little chummy with the alumni. And I think a little questionable relationship with his teacher, Barbara Hershey. Wow. I think that's wow. Wow. All right, last one for you. Uh, this is a, he, he plays tons of position, guard, forward, and center from Beacon Hills High School, uh, Teen Wolf. Jay, what do you think about his uh, abilities? Teen here? Wolf, whose name uh, in the film was Scott Howard mm-hmm. uh, when he wasn't, uh, wasn't a wolf. Um, great vertical leap, plays above the rim. Uh, I think you could refer to him uh, literally and figuratively as a beast. Uh, only 5'3", but plays much bigger. Yep. Uh, the problem is he comes from a small town in Nebraska, so he'd have to cut family ties. Mm. Uh, and then he's uh, occasionally violent, although his hair is perfect. We are back on the Rich Eisen Show. Mike Hill hanging out for the great Rich Eisen today on this Friday, getting ready for the weekend. Yeah. Yes, the weekend is upon us, fellas. Looking forward to that. Yes. Anybody doing anything special for the weekend? Anybody? No plans? I'm going to two kids' birthday parties. Two kids? Wow. So uh, my, my son is three, as everybody knows, but uh, Mike, it's been a while since I was kidless, I think, last time I, you were here. I, yeah, you didn't have a kid. <laughs> and so uh, that's my life now, weekend birthday parties. That's awesome, man. Uh, you got a, a boy or girl? I had a boy. Little boy. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, Big cool. baseball guy. He loves playing baseball in the backyard. He's at the age now where, so uh, my wife not wife girlfriend she is a brace fan i'm socks so we watch both games kind of every night he's into doing everybody's batting stances now really okay <laughs> so he is hardcore by the way tj sorry on ozzy albie's home run last oh. night he was doing the ozzy albie stance and running around the living room <laughs> which one does he do the best uh he loves ronald acuna that's his guy ronald acuna yeah. so loves okay. Ronald okay. Acuna. so he's really good at putting his front foot up and kind of having his hands low like so how do you how do you how do you decide what allegiance he's going to have? Great question. I'm very thankful that um, I'm not in a Yankees Red Sox household Ooh. or anything. There's no rival. The Braves and Red Sox aren't rivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston and Atlanta don't have a rivalry really in any sport. They definitely ain't meeting uh, in the World Series this year. 28, no, no, 28 to three. Shout out. <laughs> so there's no there's nothing there. So it's like I'm fine if he can root for both teams. It's really not a huge deal. Okay, one American League, one National League team. Yeah, you know, uh, I heard TJ's got about twenty teams. Oh, here you go. <laughs> TJ has a lot of teams. Here you go. Or you got about twenty. You got one major league team though. Just one. One major league one team. One NFL okay. team. One NFL team and three college football teams. Just college, man. There's a lot of. College 
colleges out there. I'd look at it, but you know, pro sports. CJ uh, didn't go to a big college, so it's you know yeah. he can. This is our fun. Wow, <laughs> you a Hoyas fan too? Yeah, that's college how basketball, it started, man. Okay, all right, all right. Back in the, I used to think so. You were the same person like me back in the day. Hoyas in the '80s and '90s. You thought Georgetown was an HBCU. <laughs> No, Kurt Morrison said that the other day. Because you look at the team and you're like, like, man, they got all these black people that go to Georgetown. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Just Just the the basketball team (laughs) and the coach. No, it's going to be a picnic. Pinkney's going to turn that that team around, man. I I hope so, man. He's going to turn that. He's going to turn Georgetown basketball. He could get the job done, and he didn't. You know, that was kind of hard to see, but. I hope they get back to Ed Providence. Cooley. I'm sorry, I said Pinkney. Ed, Ed Cooley. Cooley, yeah. Ed Cooley's going to Providence, uh, former coach. Hey, you guys, uh, we're going to get into uh, a little bit more uh, Nikola Jokic talk in just a second. Gilbert Arena said that Larry Bird would beat LeBron in a one-on-one basketball game. Did you guys see that? I did not. You mentioned that uh, in a break. That is kind of wild to think about, but when you mentioned the rationale behind it, it kind of made sense, whereas Bird's game in the half-court sense of uh, how you play one-on-one kind of is a little more conducive, where where LeBron is kind of up and down, speed, power. That doesn't really translate if you're just playing one-on-one to the top of the key. And, and I, he made great points because LeBron takes away a lot of his effectiveness because of the half-court. You know, like LeBron does do it sometimes when he's in the half court, he'll bring it out. You'll see sometimes he'll bring it out and then he'll attack his defender. Uh, I can see him doing that against Bird. Obviously, he would have the strength advantage against Bird, but Bird was a killer, man. Bird was a killer. Bird was a killer. And Bird would talk so, so much smack to LeBron. I think he'd get <laughs> oh in his head. So oh, my gosh. And I think and I, I think he's got that will, once again, to beat anybody he's playing. No matter who he's playing, I think Larry Bird. Larry Bird was a bad boy, Remember, man. Remember, yeah, Larry Bird played a whole game left-handed for fun and scored, what, 30? <laughs> right. Just because he, he could. Fe- just because he felt like he, it. Just he could. He <laughs> closed his eyes, man. tell you where he was going to go yeah. and what type of shot he was going to shoot, and he did it. And he still made it. And, you know, what, what, what kills me is that when people talk about their top 10 list, I, I still don't hear a lot of Larry Bird. Larry Bird's in my top five. NBA players of all time. Okay, I love me some Larry Bird because that of that same bad. aggressiveness. And he's memorable because of that aggressiveness. Which brings me to Nikola Jokic. Yep. Nikola Jokic. What do you got, Mike? Here's, Nikola Jokic, once again, is the, the best skill center I've ever seen. No weakness whatsoever in his offensive game. We can say whatever you want to about defense, but he's a two-time MVP Probably could have won it, maybe should have won it this year over Joel Embiid, depending on who you are. The problem I have with Nikola Jokic is, and a lot of people will think, oh, he's going to say the race thing. <laughs> if he was Nicholas Jackson out of Sacramento instead of Nikola Jokic out of Serbia, he would, no, it ain't. Because Tim Duncan. Was like, the thing of, uh, about Nikola Jokic is he's boring. It's, it's, it's fun to watch. It's skillful to watch. But it's not, imp- it's not a highlight thing. It's not he he to me he is he's basically that was a great comparison. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan could do so much. Tim Duncan will go down as the greatest power forward of all time. Factual. P- greatest power forward of all time. How many times do people bring up Tim Duncan when you talk about the top ten list? And he should be in a lot of top ten lists. He, he should, should be in every he top should ten. Be. He should he be. Should be. But how, how because you don't remember the game, and that's unfortunate because yeah. it's so pure. Nikola Jokic is fundamentally sound, can shoot, does a lot of great passes, touch passes, a couple of highlights here and there, don't get me wrong, but he's 
He's not memorable. I mean, he's got the YMCA body. Yeah. He's got the YMCA dad bod. Nikola Jokic could walk down Times Square right now. And if you're not an NBA fan, you'd be like, oh, that's just a tall dude right there. You would not know who this guy is. And that's unfortunate. Maybe that's because he's in Denver. Part of the reason. Not on national television a lot. I think that's going to change a little bit more. If he was in New York, maybe it would change a little bit more. Maybe he'd get a little bit. But the, he, he lacks he lacks that. Mm. He's To me, Nikola Jokic on the offensive end is Magic Johnson in a white, taller body. He can shoot, though. But he doesn't have that swagger. He doesn't have he that doesn't. appeal. He doesn't have that, you know, that, that cue. That, what's, that, what's that fancy word? Who wants say say swah? Whatever. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. He doesn't. I don't Panache. even know. The, I don't right. even know. I may have cursed on I don't know here right now. We're using that right now. Right. Yeah. Je ne sais. He doesn't. He doesn't. It, 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 there's no, so in 30 years, when you're talking about, maybe even in 15 years, he's going to win his MVPs and he's going to go down as one of the top five centers of all time. Yep. But because. Mm. Jokic doesn't talk that much to the press. He doesn't talk smack. He doesn't run up and down the court. He just plays basketball, and he plays it effective, and he plays it well, and he's the best basketball player in the world right now. He is. I love Right now. I'm going to have to give it to him. Uh, I love Giannis. Love him. He took the belt from Giannis. He took the belt from Giannis. Yeah. But the, the LeBrons of the world and KD, they, they're, they're past their prime. They're mo- oh, come on, man. Jason Tatum's getting there. He's, he's getting close, there. Close. He's getting there. I, I'm, a, I'm a big Embiid fan, obviously. Embiid. But Embiid had his chance. Like, when they went head-to-head, he put it on Joker. But when the playoffs came and we needed – and, Mike, you don't know this about me. My biggest argument, my biggest complaint with Embiid is you are in that body. You're seven foot. You're 280, 290, and yet you're 22 feet away from the rim at all times. Like, it is perfectly legal for you to step in that key, big man, and put in work. And he don't do that. And, I, I will say this, though, TJ. The problem is is that I, he, he can consistently knock down that shot. As long as you can consistently knock down that shot, as long as you consistently do that, I'm fine with that. Now, Patrick Ewing used to I'm a Knicks guy, right? Mm-hmm. So Patrick Ewing used to step outside all the time and whatnot. I believe in that series against the Denver Nuggets. I, I mean, uh, obviously, in, in, in the, when, he, when he was head to head, well, he, when Philadelphia lost in the series against the Boston, I should say, yeah. he was hurt. And B wasn't himself. But he's always hurt. But yeah, and, and, but that's even part of it, too. So when we talk about the greatest player that's there, your best ability is what? Availability. Availability. Oh, and I'm, I'm, I'm carping for, for Joker. I'm just saying this is what I wish Embiid would do some of the things that Joker does. But yeah, yeah he 1,000%. I, I, right I give Embiid the, 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 the edge on the defensive end. And that's the reason why I gave him the MVP this year because I felt like he had a really great season. Yep. The numbers were there defensively; he was phenomenal. And I've that seen was my him. argument for him. And, yeah. and, and once again, I saw more of Joel Embiid than I saw a Joker. Maybe if I would have seen more of Joker, I probably would have given it to Joker. But once again, Joker's phenomenal, great, taking nothing away from this guy. You can't. Yeah. If he had the swagger of Jamal Murray, <laughs> if he had a little bit of that, man, he'd be a household name. I mean, think about it. The other day, he, he has a 30-20 and 20 triple-double, never been done in, in, in NBA history, and he goes, eh, it's mm. just a stat. Just a stat. All this dude wants to do is play ball and FaceTime his horses. Back that's, that's what he does. Ten triple-doubles. Yeah. He could be the new Wilt Chamberlain. He's amazing. 
Zion Williamson's the new Will Chamberlain. <laughs> oh, Mikey D. Arthur T.J. Newman coming up in hour number two. Mike Hill filling in for Rich Oz. We'll be right back right after this. <laughs> man, that was oh, cold. Man. Man. Sorry. You did hey, bro, it. I you know, did it. man. You've, you've been watching this, man. It's wild. Yes. This, oh it my is, gosh! It man. is. Wild. I, we're, we're gonna we're gonna tap dance around this. But I, if you, if you've been on social media oh. in the last what two three days? Two three days. Yeah. Oh my gosh! First off, congratulations to Zion Williamson. He's he's expecting his wife or his girlfriend. His girlfriend is expecting. Is expecting. Congra- congratulations! Yeah. And then that is set off. A whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> when you said he's expecting, I'm like, he, he ain't that fat yet. <laughs> wow. Him and, his la- him and his lady are expecting, yeah, yeah. which is awesome. Yes, it's awesome. They had a- but uh, someone else is, is not too thrilled about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's her Mariah, I'm not familiar uh, with her work. Mariah Mills, I'm not familiar with her work. Other people are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so she's on Twitter going off about, yeah, everything. Yeah, a lot. A, a lot. And it's not safe for television. We not, can't mention. Uh, you can't even talk about that at dinner. A tenth of Jeez. what she's talking about right now. It's do crazy. You, do your own research. Yep. Uh, do you, do you, but I want to get into, I want to get into that a little bit later on because yeah. that 2019 draft of Ja, Zion, RJ Barrett, RJ Barrett was trending yesterday. He was. Mm-hmm. Because they're talking about RJ Barrett now being maybe the best pick in that draft. RJ Barrett is still he's nice. He, oh, I'm a Knicks guy. Uh, uh, yeah. You don't love RJ Barrett? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Up and down, oh, no, man. No. We'll talk more about that. Hour number two coming up on the Rich Eisen Show. CJ Newman, author, right after this.